Hello and welcome to Catching My Smile. In this episode, I have a special guest with me, Pastor Sven. Welcome, Pastor Sven. It's really good to be here with you today, Ploy. And uh, yeah, we've we've had some amazing, amazing chats in, in different places in, in Kurumbong and also Ronga and um, Sydney. And it's wonderful to be on your podcast now. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah, so, so Ploy, I, I was born uh, in Hong Kong, which you wouldn't probably guess uh, from my name because my name is Sven, and, uh, which is a very Swedish name. And, and also, you know, if you meet me, um, I'm a Caucasian uh, white guy. And uh, so, so my mum is from New Zealand, my dad is from Sweden, so I, I look very like half Swedish, half Kiwi. Uh, but yeah, they were my parents were working in Hong Kong, and so I grew up in a place where we we had Chinese friends, we had Filipino friends, uh, we had Indian and Sri Lankan, American, um, Australian friends. It, it was a very multi national multicultural experience and and that's one of the beautiful things about growing up in in hong kong uh to, it's a really global city but yeah from from there i i came back to to new zealand uh where my grandparents were i studied electrical engineering and also computer networking and uh headed into that um career and then halfway through that i made a major major switch uh, in terms of my professional uh, journey, and yeah, so we'll get into that uh, today. But that's that's a bit about my background. Um, mm-hmm. I'm married. My wife's name is Marilyn, and I have two two kids, and they are um, it's Samuela. She's twelve, and Nathaniel's ten. <clears throat> and I enjoy doing lots of things. Actually, I, I enjoy I enjoy cycling. You can just see my bike just right there. Mm behind me um, and I enjoy going hiking and camping uh, and just going for uh, doing fun things with my family as well. That sounds so fun. I know you are a pastor and I would like to know why you believe in Jesus. Mm. It's it's a very, very good uh, question ploy uh, and you know for for people who are Christians, uh, they they probably would say, "Well, that's that's really obvious because you know you're Christian." But you know, in the world in which we live, ploy there's there's many people who don't actually uh, believe in Jesus. They they don't follow Jesus. They uh, they don't necessarily see him as the the person that um, who you know guides their their life, and so. Because I've met, um, you know, Muslims. I've got a good friend who's a Muslim. Uh, I've I've met Buddhists and atheists and and Baha'i um, people, and and it's just a whole range. And and that's one of the joys of living in the world in which we do. But it really kind of kind of makes you stop and think. Okay, well, why would I believe in Jesus? You know, why why not? Why not just journey through life, uh, having fun, 
you know, doing some amazing things like travel and, and uh, doing th fun things with friends. But why would I want to, to believe uh, in Jesus? And I, I want to share with you uh, seven powerful reasons uh, to, to believe why well, I believe in Jesus. Um, so, yeah, are you ready? Have you got your seatbelts tightened and, and ready yes, to go? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so for those of you who don't believe in Jesus, this is uh, particularly relevant uh, for you. So, so the first reason, Ploy, that I believe in Jesus is because of a very important, very special property uh, in, in the Bible and and type of of message and that is prophecies it's there's jewish prophecies and um yeah have have you ever come across prophecies ployed you know uh, for those of who are listening to us uh would, would prophecies be something which um listeners would be familiar with um, no, but um, maybe some of them because we got like mixed um age of listening to this podcast. But for me, okay. I don't know, but some of them may know. Okay, excellent. So prophecies are the same thing as predictions or or of of what the future will be like, or um, you know, because what the Bible says is that God has the, the understanding and knowledge and power to predict the future. In fact, that's one of the things that God says, um, because he, it says in the Bible um, that God can tell the end from the beginning. So, so way back at the beginning of the, the stories in the Bible, God can tell us what's going to happen in the end. And this is a very important quality and uh, concept in the Bible because prophecy is something which can be, you can test it. So, so let, let's say, for example, ploy, I, I predict that uh, in December 2023, you'll be in Thailand. So I, I say it right now, and I predict that you're going to be in Thailand. So uh, do you think that's a good prediction or a bad prediction? Uh, well, not well. I want to say bad. Be, uh, depends. I'm in the middle. I have no. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that's the thing. Is that I can sort of, I can sort of make a guess, right? I can, I can say, hey, you know, I'm going to kind of step out and say, ploy. And maybe her mum and dad, Greg and Alison, uh, that they're going to be in Thailand in December and I'll be bold enough to do it. But of course, the reality is that I could be wrong, right? Yes. You, you could go there, but I could be majorly wrong. You could still be in Sydney, right? Mm. So, so, you know, if I don't really care, there's a kind of maybe a 50-50 that you would be there or maybe, maybe if you don't, if you don't have enough money to save up, you won't be there. But my point is this, is that it's kind of a risky thing to do. Mm. Um, and the other thing too is when we get to December, your friends and the listeners on this podcast can actually check that they could go, you know, to maybe your Facebook or TikTok account 
and they could, you know, see some pictures or, or whatever. They could send you a message and they could say to you, Ploy, are you in, in Thailand at the moment or not? And, and so they could test and they could come back to me and they say, oh, either I'm right or they could say, hey, Sven, you got it really, really wrong. Um, and so that's what the Bible says. The Bible actually kind of puts out this challenge and it says that God has the ability to be able to tell the future. Now, you know, if I, if I told you, hey, in December, you're going to be in Thailand, then in January, you're going to be in London, and in February, you're going to be in New York, suddenly I'm getting very, very specific, aren't I? And yes, but it's really funny because I am actually going to Thailand in a couple of few weeks, and I am <laughs> actually going to France and Europe. <laughs> So that, that's really cool. And, and the thing is this, is that what the Bible does is just like I'm trying to predict, I'm trying to say, hey, go to Thailand. I, I'm giving a guess that you might go to Europe and maybe to the United States. Um, what the Bible does is the Bible predicts um, what the, the life and the person of the Messiah would be way back hundreds of years beforehand. And, and that's what it does. So, so the Bible predicts and it says the Messiah, when he comes, he'll be, he'll be descended from Abraham. He'll be a Jewish person. He'll be born in Bethlehem. He will grow up and, and um, or he will, he will escape down to Egypt. He will uh, work in Galilee. Mm -hmm. um, he, he will open the eyes of the blind. He will... Uh, he will heal the, the lame. Uh, he will do all of these things, which is really amazing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, if I get really, really specific and say, hey, you know, you're going to be in Thailand, London, New York, and then you're going to come back, fly through, through Auckland, I'm making it so tight that, that if I get it right, um, you're starting to think, wow, I, I actually had some inside knowledge or my, my ability is amazing. And that is exactly what the Bible does. In fact, the Bible has 300 prophecies about the life of Jesus. Whoa. And, and, and it, it maps it out all the way from, from where he was born you know, where he, just like I said before, all the way through, through to the end and, and even how he died. And, and that is incredible. So, so um, you know, sometimes we think, well, you know, Jesus just appeared on the stage. You know what I mean? He appeared on the screen. But when you read the Bible, what you come to understand is that all the way down through history for uh, hundreds and even thousands of years, God was, was setting up the stage, kind of um, preparing it, um, the world for Jesus to come. And, and that is very, very exciting. So that, that's my first reason uh, for believing in Jesus. Does that, does that sound kind of, kind of intriguing? Would, would, if, if you're a listener, Floyd, do you reckon that you'd be going like, hey, that, that would be kind of really interesting to explore more? Look, I'm, yes, honestly, I'm very surprised. I'm just mind-blowing right now. Mm, and it is. 
when, when you actually explore it. So, so the second thing that I would like, the second reason why I believe in Jesus is because of his character qualities. Um, you know, one of the things is that when you're looking for a leader, when you're looking for somebody who, who can be an example and a model for you, um, what you're looking for is, is someone who is really inspiring. You know what I mean? Who, <laughs> who has qualities that, that really you can look up to. And, and that is what you, you see with Jesus. Now, you know, there's many people who have had a lot of power down through the ages, Napoleon, uh, you know, you, you've got Winston Churchill, you've got Abraham Lincoln, you've got all of these, these people. Um, but in terms of when you come down to it, the qualities of Jesus was amazing. He was so kind and so compassionate. You know, he was always looking out for the people who were marginalized as we as we would say you know kind of on the edges of um you know what i mean and and that for me is is something that that really draws me to jesus as a person uh you reckon do you reckon that's something that that is attractive to you ploy um i honestly a bit lost but i don't know in terms of, in terms of, um, you know, if you, if you believe in Jesus, if, if, if you, um, if you find out that Jesus has just such a compassionate, kind heart, would that, would that draw you more to Jesus? What do you, what do you reckon? It depends. In what, in what sort of way would it depend? I don't know, because like, I'm you trying to kind of wrap your mind I'm around it. I'm trying to focus on this, but there's so much stuff is happening and I'm just trying to... Yes. You get what I mean? Yes, yes. And, and so what you want to do is, is you want to say, okay, well, let me find out more about who Jesus is like. Does that make sense? Yeah, because um, my, I actually have this DVD of... Um, a messiah of what well, mm -hmm. would Jesus would be like when he was a kid, but they don't really know what was he like. But yes. um, but we were watching that like last weekend, mm -hmm. and it was really interesting. And that I'm thinking this is not exactly, but it's like guessing, like what you said, like. You're guessing at um, things, what he's um, doing, like making friends or um, you, you, those parts of the stories are like some bits you said, uh, he's moving to, you said Jerusalem, I think, or, you know, mm -hmm. different places. And it does, um, I think, kind of mention in it, but not so much. Mm. Yes, yes. You're, what, what you're referring to, to ploy is really important as well, and that is how do we know that the stories in the Bible about Jesus 
are actually true um, and a description. You know what I'm saying? And and because um, you know, what about the the possibility that it was made up? It's a fairy tale. It's a bit like Harry Potter. Uh, you know, we, people enjoy reading Harry Potter. Uh, um, I don't I don't read Harry Potter a lot. I've got a lot of other things to do, but. You know, my my nephews enjoy reading Harry Potter, and um, but but you know, there's nobody believes that that Harry Potter is actually real. But for Jesus, um, we we would hold that the stories in the Bible are actually actually true. Uh, mm. Does that does that make sense? And that's one of the the challenges. And, and does that ever challenge you, Floyd? Yeah, as me for a Christian, a lot of my friends are used. Um, they they go like Harry parties and witchcraft and those sort of things. And for me, I have never watched Harry Potter and those sort of things because I'm not interested. But the more you kind of feel, I feel like if you're more watching that and more dangerously, I feel like it can be a bit dangerously because sometimes when you watch a bit too much fantasy, you kind of really don't know if, you know, in your real world. Because sometimes for me, when I watch sometimes i watch too much and for Ooh. me i'm like wait what world am i in and oh is god actually well and i have to think straight oh it is and you know mm, yes yes and that and that's the thing ploy it it comes down to you know the books that we read and the the movies that we watch and the video um videos that we look on youtube uh the question is where where is it leading us what is what is the direction that it's taking us? And while Harry Potter may be really, you know, exciting and, and kind of gripping, and, and I've, you know, seen how, uh, you know, just teenagers just love to sit there and read it. The question is, where where might it be heading? And this is my this what is what I'd be saying, Ploy, is is when you sit down to read the stories about Jesus in the Bible. Um, it leads you in a direction where you become more kind and compassionate <laughs> and, and um, generous because you see that in the life of Jesus. It leads you in a, in a spiritually positive direction. And that, that's the beautiful thing about Jesus. And, and the thing is this, is that when you start to dive into Let's say, for example, with Harry Potter, if you if you um, started to analyze the uh, the story of um, Harry Potter, where it came from, you would realize that uh, very quickly that this is a fictional story. This mm. is a story that was made up. Whereas when you when you start to read carefully um, mm. the life of Jesus, what you'll realize is that this is not a made-up story. This is a this is a real story that um, that actually uh, actually happened in history. Because not only do you have the story of of Jesus in the Bible, you've also got other Roman and Jewish historians who also refer to Jesus, like Josephus, the the Jewish historian. You've got Tacitus. Suetonius and Pliny the Young, all of these people. So it's kind of like outside confirmation that the story of Jesus is actually uh, true and real. 
Yeah, it's. I want to make another comment. Is that when you watch a lot of、uh, movies and、um, read a lot of books, a lot of content of them is like a battle between good and evil, and good always wins. But sometimes, in that case, maybe evil wins. But it's always this thing about good and evil. Yeah, that, that's a very, very interesting observation,、uh, Ploy, and that that is so true. There, there's something about our human mind and heart, our you know emotional psyche, shall I say, which which we are drawn to the drama, the conflict, but we're also drawn to the, this concept that that ultimately good will win, and. And that's the question、um, which we need to think about because we need to think not only in the movies, not only in the books that we read, but what about life itself? You know, there, there's a lot of drama in life itself. Is there good? Is there evil? And is that is the story of life, the 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 narrative of life, is it heading towards a, a good ending?、Um, you, you know what I mean. And, yeah. and in, some, in some ways, the movies and books are reflecting a bigger drama, a real drama that's happening, you know, in the world, in, in our lives, down through history as well. Yeah. And and so that that points us back, and that's another thing which we see in in the life of Jesus is that we see in the life of Jesus. The the dynamics, the the battle between good and evil,、um, but what you see in in the story of Jesus, in the, the the Bible accounts of Jesus, is that Jesus had greater power than evil, and that is really good news, really amazing. So you know, right at the beginning of Matthew, and, and also、um, Mark and Luke,、uh, three of the biographies in in the Bible about Jesus. It just talks about how Jesus had this confrontation with Satan, God's adversary, and Jesus won. And then later on, there was a person that that was、uh, possessed by a demon, controlled by a demon, and, and once again, Jesus always wins against、uh, demons, against spiritual powers of of evil. And I guess, Ploy, that one of the questions that You know, some of our listeners may be asking, "Is this well? You know, how do we know that that evil spirits? How do we know that Satan、um, and the devil actually exists in, in the world? You know, yeah, that, the, yeah, yeah, and part, you know, so that people think, oh, it's Jesus' fault. Oh no, people complain about Jesus. Oh, Jesus is this, Jesus. Why did you do this, Jesus? But in the end, it's not him, and people. Yeah, I think people probably don't know what is Satan and evil spirit. That's right. That's right. And the fact is this: is that we kind of in Australia we live what I would call fairly spiritual, spiritually sanitized lives, which means you know we go to Woolies, we go to Coles, we watch Netflix, we go on YouTube,、um, a whole lot of this in things. It seems really. Ordinary and secular, but actually, when you dive down into it, like I've talked to、um, pastor who who works up in Taree,、uh, just above Newcastle, 
And, and he says that spiritualism uh, in Australia, in America, in Europe is actually very alive and well. You know, there's, there's people who, who are, um, you know, contacting the dead, who are uh, casting spells, who are, you know, interacting with the devil, all of those kind of things. And, and that is that is real. And often we, we just are kind of, we just don't know it's there. But the good thing is this, is that Jesus has power um, over the evil spirits. He can save us from the evil spirits. And that's what I see in the stories. And that's why, for me, I go, I really believe in Jesus because he has the power to save us. And for me, that's an amazing reality. Mm. But there's, there's other things as well, Ploy, uh, too, with regards to Jesus. And um, I kind of mentioned it before, but, but when we go not only to the, the character of Jesus, but also to his ministry as well, he was always, you know, he spent time with prostitutes. He, uh, he would spend time with tax collectors who are really despised. Um, and he, he would heal blind people, lame people. He was, he was just an amazing person. Just letting you know, that's not the only question I have for you. That's quite a lot of more questions. Really? Wow. Okay. So, so I better, I better wrap up my answer to this, this question. Yeah. So, sure. So let me, let me give you the, the key reason why I believe mm. in Jesus. And that is because Jesus rose back to life from the dead. So he was, um, he died on the cross, uh, Friday afternoon. Uh, he was taken down from the cross by Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus. They put him in a tomb and they rolled the stone in front of Jesus and they sealed it up. And so for all of Friday night, all of Saturday, which was Sabbath uh, <laughs> for, for, for Jesus and, and his followers, Jesus was resting in the tomb. And then early on Sunday morning, um, an angel came from God down from heaven uh, to roll away that stone and Jesus rose back to life. And, and that is amazing. You know, Ploy, there, there's many great people around the world. You know, there's religious leaders, Muhammad, um, Buddha. Um, there's, you know, great politicians. Uh, there's, there's incredible business people, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, you know, all of these people, but, but nobody has conquered death except for Jesus and, and has uh, proof, uh, historical evidence, historical proof. And so if you want a short answer, and I know that our time is running out for this question, but if you want a short answer, why do I believe in Jesus? Uh, it's because Jesus rose back to life from the dead and he promised, he said, if you believe in me, ploy, Sven, then he can raise us, even if we die. Jesus can raise us back to life uh, so that we can have eternal life. And, and that's, that's the short answer, and that's the most powerful answer why I believe in Jesus. Hey, guys, I stopped the episode in half because the episode was really long. It was about 15 minutes, and it was too long, and so I cut it in half. And plus, I'm going away next week, and I won't able to do someone next week because I'll be packing my bags, getting stuff ready because I'm going away for a whole month.
I'll try my best to record an episode and publish the episodes weekly every Friday. If I, I might miss a week, but I'm trying my best. And if you want all the updates, go and visit my Instagram Instagram account. It is catching my smile. Go to there, you'll find it. I hope you had a great day and I'll see you next time. Bye.